welcome to another episode of Because Life Can Be a Niche. Uh, welcome to the living room. Come on in. So glad to have you here. For those who are new, welcome. Thank you for joining on the ride with us. Thank you for coming to do life with us. Glad to have you here joining us either on audio or if you're watching video on YouTube, then definitely uh, come on in and have a seat. Remember, on the YouTube channel, if you are watching and you haven't subscribed yet, now's the time. Hit the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything and it helps us out a lot. Uh, for those of you who are on social media, get in the comments, get at me. I'd love to engage with you outside of just this podcast. It's at Katie Bryant Writes. Uh, that's at Katie Bryant Writes on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you know I'm dropping a blog soon. I said I was dropping a blog last week maybe haven't dropped it yet but i will be dropping it so i finished writing it forever ago and now i'm editing that i mean that's my life is editing so i will be dropping that blog on katiebryantwrites.com and the blog is life unfolding be sure to follow there and subscribe so you know when i do actually drop something and you guys know how we always do it is the tea of the episode and the tea of the episode this time is turmeric ginger tea and it's supposed to be stress relieving and harmonizing so get yourself some of that it's not uh, one of my normal loose leaves but every now and then I do like to do teas that are more I guess cleansing or definitely something good for your health and good for your system and turmeric is definitely one that is very important to the body so that is my tea have it here in my cup of course uh, because life can be a niche. It's not a teacup, but it's my cup and I love it. Uh, so with that said, mm, I feel harmonized already. And I'm, and I'm, and my stress is reducing. Look at that. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Y'all, um, let's go ahead and get into the topic of, of this episode. Cause I remember last week we talked about the pandemic and we're in the, the second part of a series called Pandemic Revelations. And uh, the first one, of course, we talked about just uh, things that, that I learned in the pandemic. One was I needed some me time. I definitely needed some TLC to just take better care of myself. I was definitely concerned about my mom and my kids because we've been here holed up uh, since March. We haven't traveled, we haven't done any of the things that really give us that sense of peace. So I was just sharing with you then about something that I realized that I needed, that I needed to change. But also in the whole pandemic discussion, there has been this, um, this trend, I, I guess I will call it a trend where it's, it's, amazing how relationships have changed or have been altered as a result of either the pandemic or the pandemic brought to light things that were going on in relationships that you didn't even realize and that you weren't aware of and so that's the topic we talk about relationships we're gonna talk about relationships a lot because there are all types of relationships there's love there's um friendships 
there's uh, relationships with co-workers. Um, I mean, people are unfriending folks on, on Facebook and Twitter and, and just really the pandemic has brought out probably more clarity for some people or just lower tolerance for stuff that you feel like, you know, I just don't have time for all that extra going on and I don't want to engage in that. And so I think what's happened is we're seeing now um, people making decisions uh, now that you have more time to really evaluate what you're willing to tolerate or put up with. Uh, we talked about a little bit last week, you know, we have uh, racial injustice and, and systemic racism and we uh, that we've been dealing with and, and peaceful demonstrators and all kinds of civic and social things. And then we uh, have, you know, people who've lost jobs and and who have had income decrease. And then you have the debate about to send kids to school, to not send kids to school, to play football, to not play football. You don't have your sports, you don't have your outdoor activity. Uh, I definitely miss my baseball games. I'm probably gonna end up missing football because it looks like we might not have football. So I'm definitely gonna miss that. And even if we did, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even be going. Let me be honest with y'all. I'm not going out in crowds right now so even if we had it i probably wouldn't even be there but we have all of these things coming at us and a lot of the things that give people relief or give people an an out so to speak have been taken away and even socializing i i mentioned i miss my girl gang and and hanging out with my girlfriends uh just to just you know just not be a mom just not be a, a you know a colleague just to let my hair down and to just be me and that is not even happening much because all of my girlfriends are you know we're all on the same wavelength we're being very careful about who we allow in our circle and you know who we're visiting and stuff because it is serious out there so you have all of that and then i'm looking at these posts and i've been talking to some of my girlfriends and, and my cousins and you have your familial relationships. So, you know, some people with their family situations, um, now that you don't have the bar to go to, you don't have the cigar room to go to or the girls night out to go to, you really just, you're at home with people, you booed up and, and bade up with people during a pandemic and it is revealing one of two things. One, that you're with the right person and that you really know who they are. Two, you're with the right person and you don't really know. You're figuring out more about them through this being, you know, kind of not trapped, but in closed space for an extended period of time. I'll say three things or three you're with someone and maybe now you're thinking how did i even what happened how am i with that someone so we're going to talk about relationships uh through this pandemic and and i'm talking about love relationships i'm not talking about um friendships and all we're going to talk about that too just not on this episode 
But if we're going to, let's be real and talk about dating uh, and, and how the pandemic has impacted uh, your dating situation or your situationship or you thought you were dating and you weren't. Um, or, you know, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what you call it, but it's been interesting. The conversations that I've been in on, you know, girl, you just wouldn't believe, you know, we're, we in the house all the time. We're not going anywhere. You know, we're not getting out of the house. We're not taking trips and, you know, I'm just, that's just getting on my nerves and person's getting on my nerves or, you know, you realize like you thought you was in something and you wasn't. I mean, like the dating game has completely changed anyway for me. I will, let me go and put this out there. So I've been divorced since 2015 and, and I gave myself time to get to heal and to to understand and learn and get myself together so that when I was back out in the dating game and I wasn't broken or confused or looking for something or just trying to run from uh, a, an end, a marriage that ended into a relationship. So I, you know, did the work necessary, some of it by choice, some of it God, like, you're going to take some time to take care of you. So that all happened <laughs> but y'all nobody told me how much the dating game had changed i'm not even on the pandemic yet i'm not even ready to talk about how the pandemic changed the dating game i'm just on the dating game in general completely changed i was married in 2006 and I dated, uh, I guess we dated seven years or something like that. So, and I was married for nine. So that time span, there was a, there was a massive memo that went out that I didn't get on how we dating in these streets now. It, and it, blow, it blows my mind still to how people move in the dating world. So I'm out here in these dating streets and I'm thinking you know it's different after divorce for sure and you're probably dating other people who are divorced or who uh, have been engaged or in long-term relationships that have come out of them especially when you're above the 40 line like me and so your your whole demographic is is different so you think Hey, look, we're older. I really enjoyed my years of single life. So I don't need to be out here in these streets doing things that I did when I was in my 20s. Because I've done that. And I know how serious relationships are. I know how when you're talking about families and kids, that's another level of responsibility and accountability that you have to have. So I'm all, you know, I'm already like, surely this won't be a hot mess. And this won't be a hot flaming pile of poo but y'all I had no idea that dating had changed from when I was young and single to if you're on the phone with someone 
and you're talking to them every day, twice a day, and texting and emailing and, and sending funny stuff and going out on dates and and you know you're doing all of the dating things that that are being done you know you're you're going on like you know days at the park or you're you know maybe going on day trips to amusement parks or going to museums or you know hey going to my baseball you got me you take me to a baseball game heck you take me to a football game you got me you know because that's stuff i enjoy doing so you're doing all of this with one person to me y'all go together that's what i thought i'm like oh we shoot really if you're talking on the phone every day i'm like y'all go together <laughs> no no you don't that person can have a whole nother relationship a whole fiance a whole nother situation that they're doing i guess all the same stuff with them because we uh, live, you know, suburbs or, or city, and, and I'm not in my small town where I grew up anymore. I don't, I don't think you could pull this off in a small town, but you can pull it off in the suburbs of Atlanta, and you can definitely pull it off if you have long distance relationships where you literally got a whole nother setup going on. This is the exact same thing. So that dating game completely has changed com completely. So that floored me. One, that took me by surprise. I'm like, you know, people are really saying stuff. And I've even seen counselors and, and, and seen books. You know, you're single until you're married. And you're, you're not, um, you're, you're, until you walk down the aisle, you're still single. Which is true. Legally, yes, you are. And, and emotionally, I, I guess you are. Um, you are still single in terms of you have not entered a covenant before God. Absolutely. I guess the part that I was confused about was whatever happened to committed dating or committed relationships or exclusivity. And, and now I'm seeing that's real loose out here now. Now that I'm dating after divorce, exclusivity is very loose. It's just thrown around. Like if you find someone who is exclusively dating you, you have something rare because that's just not how people move. And, and I, I mean, we're going to have, I'm going to bring on some experts and some people who are licensed to speak to that because they, I think it goes on both sides of the coin. I uh, have some friends who say, oh yes, you know, Katie, I date multiple people. I, I've never had an issue with dating multiple guys at one time because you're, you know, you're, that's what you're doing. You're dating to understand and to get to know people. Um, and then I have others who are like, no, I'm loyal to one situation, to one person. Uh, and I, I date one person at a time. So monogamy is different. It means different things for different people. I'm not really one for dating multiple people at the same time because I have, I'm a mom of boys and I have kids and I don't have the time. I don't have the time and energy to focus on what is he like? Wait now, wait a minute. Okay, wait. What, what's his favorite food? I don't have time for that. I, I really need to focus on one person, one thing, because I've got a full plate as it is. In my 20s, yeah, I could probably manage and juggle that. But now, at dating after divorce, for sure, dating after divorce, dating after divorce with kids, whew, it's a lot. That is a whole lot to manage a lot of people. So that that is the my where 
the angst was, I think, going into the whole dating scene and then seeing how folks out here moving in it and how they just have a whole lot going on. And you have to be careful in that because, you know, you're definitely not, you know, pledging your life to someone, but you are still, I think, for me, you are involved, there's someone's feelings being involved. And when you start, you know, just having things going on that you're not being honest about, it's different if you say, hey, I'm seeing multiple people. <laughs> some of y'all might, some people may have been bold enough and responsible enough to say that. Kudos to you. Others out here in these streets literally getting married and you're just like, we just went out for sushi last Friday. I mean, you okay so it's just it's different it is a different world altogether and throw in a pandemic and boundaries and and how you feel about you know should you see each other or should you um should you dis should you socially distance because you know you're going out and about or you're going to work and, and you have, you know, maybe family members with compromised immune systems or kids with compromised immune systems and then you're dealing with all of that or, you know, your relationship was already strained and then you throw a pandemic on top of it and you find yourself, you know, maybe having a pandemic revelation of do I really know this person? Do I really know um do i really know or understand you know their needs do they understand mine i i know i'm telling you i thought i was dating i i really did i was like oh well, i'm i'm in a relationship i'm dating apparently i was not um and it's like oh we weren't we don't go together <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so i guess we don't go together because i'm like you calling and you're on the phone and and you you thinking you in something and you really ain't and you throw a pandemic in there and you just like man but what it what it does i think when you are having issues or you're not really gelling and i don't know if this, this is for all of y'all who are married this is whether you're single or whether you're you know multiple dating whatever you're doing one thing this pandemic has done is it has allowed uh, the necessary concentrated focus on hopefully hopefully it has what you need what you are giving how what you're giving is being reciprocated and how you are managing your own emotions and your needs and desires with that partner that you have chosen to partner with and and some people are seeing some shortcomings i'm just you know i they want to agree to come on the podcast they're like no i can't come because i'm still with this person but you know they did share with me like you really see who someone is in a time like this, you know, when when we're stressed and when we are living in a time of uncertainty 
um, even our views, you know, we are grappling with a lot, not just on an emotional level, not just on a, a love or relationship or not on faith, but maybe spiritually we're not on the same wavelength that I thought we were on because the way I'm approaching this pandemic or the way I'm approaching uh, racism from a spiritual perspective first may not be the way they're approaching it. They may be coming from a worldly perspective. And, and so you, we have a lot of things kind of just juggling in the air. And, and when you're in a relationship where you have professed love and, and what, you, what your expectations are, then you really see um, what you are willing to put up with, I think, and what you're lacking or where you need to maybe step back and evaluate uh, where you are. I know that um, I found, um, I'm trying to find the right words to describe it. I found that as I've gotten older, I require a, a level of support from a basic emotional level more so than than a physical level. So, you know, because when you're young, you know, everything is butterflies and, and rainbows and all this kind of stuff. But when you go through things, when you walk through death of loved ones and uh, job losses or financial hardship or, you know, major life changes or building a home together, if, if you know, those, I know people who are right now in the midst of buying homes or selling homes and it's stressful and you realize that what you need is a stability in emotional support that you know it's just not a text message it's just not a you know a pick up the phone call or you know hey boo boo blah, blah, blah. no it's really like I got you I, I, I understand what you're going through is it is I'm invested in your well-being through all seasons and through this pandemic you really need that level of emotional investment. And, and I even say like, even with this podcast, which is very new still, and uh, has required a lot of me, like I have really stepped out on, on just a really a cliff of faith. And, and I did it, you know, and I tied it around you know, my father's birthdays when I launched. And and that was just, it was a big deal for me, a huge deal for me to even do a podcast, first of all, because I'm like, okay, we're really doing this. And then when, it, when I did it, and then I did it around such a significant date and a significant time, you know, what I needed most, most was the emotional support I, I'm with you I'm there I, I you know I'm proud of you uh, I love you this is great you know this is 
awesome. And I, and I think that's where we probably all are is, you know, for those who, when I've spoken with friends who are married and they're like, you know, I took a leap of faith and, and during this pandemic, I launched this or I quit my job or I took a chance and went for another opportunity, another job opportunity, you know, in the midst of a pandemic and I got it, you know, and, and what they've all said is I needed somebody to have my back and to say, I'm proud of you. Good job. I got you. Don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about what nobody says. I don't care if you got a hundred subscribers, which I do now, hundred subscribers, gift giveaway coming out soon. Trust, trust, trust is coming soon. But I don't care if you have a hundred subscribers or a hundred thousand subscribers or one subscriber. I am in your corner and I got you. And I see how important this was to you. And I think that's that's the give and take in relationships that as you get older, I'm, and I'm talking about dating after divorce, I'm talking about old, this is older people, probably seasoned problems, seasoned issues. This is not, you know, the young woman just out of college, the world is your oyster. No, this is, I already been married, I already have children, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm on the, I'm approaching a half a century of age. So we got different, we got a whole different set of values. And in those values, you are blending and hopefully gaining in your love relationships, the reciprocation and the understanding of what's important and, and, and what means the most. And it is going to, I think it's going to bring out better for those who have really used this pandemic time to get everything you can snatch up out of this moment. Um, because I did, I, I always, I throw myself on the cross first, like at the foot of the cross, I go first. So before I say, I don't see people putting forth effort. I don't see men doing this. I don't see that. I'm like, let me just go and throw myself down there and see what the Lord got for me. To where where am I, you know, in in the relationship? You know, have I grown from what I've learned and, and am I giving and and showing everything that I have to offer and, and being that supportive, reciprocating, you know, just girlfriend we go together kind of thing or i don't want anybody i don't want anybody to look up one day and say hey i thought we went together i don't i'm not rolling like that i'm honest with you about that and i'm loyal so it's not like i'm you ain't gonna see me just posted up you know cheesing on a beach you know with a whole fiance and you thought you was going with me but like i said go together means nothing no more i throw that out y'all then 2020 throw out the word go together because that's First of all, I'm too old, I guess, to even be saying go together because that means nothing. But anyway, I hope you're snatching up out of the pandemic time with yourself and with your love, lover, loved ones, husband, spouse, you know, significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, if you want to use those terminolo that terminology, I hope that in it you have found where there's opportunity for growth and for building and for making it better if you find yourself you know feeling stressed or like 
is this the right situation? If you're married now, you know, y'all going to make that thing, going to try to try to keep that thing in the road. But if you're dating and you the pandemic has put some extra pressure on you, I hope that you are using this time, extra time, to address it and to be honest and take the time that you don't have to travel, that you don't have to be out in these streets and out in this crowded pandemic, you know, breathing with masks. You don't have time for all that. You, you probably home or working or whatever, but that when you're going from home to work or working from home or whatever you're doing, that you have that moment to sit down and really evaluate what is important to you, what you really need, and then evaluate what you're giving and how you are how you are setting yourself up for a good strong relationship and and if anything for for me seeing just not only going into the pandemic and 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 dealing with relationships and 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 dealing with you know where where things stand with people you know there is my revelation, the one thing that I have gathered from my stuff and listening to other people and watching other folks move is you cannot give or be expected to give MVP behavior. Y'all can see how much I miss sports. MVP, most valuable player. Some people want you to give MVP behavior and be the then be the strongest player on the team without a trophy, without a contract, without any of all the spoils that come with what you get when you are an MVP. In other words, you know, if you are in rotation, which now that now that I understand how y'all moving out here in these dating streets, obviously there's rotation. You're not just dating one person. You may be dating multiple people. And if you're expected to be going hard, doing wife-like things and wife behavior and going all in and, you know, you ain't there for me. You ain't supporting me. You're not calling me. You ain't texting me. Well, the last time I checked, the man chase the woman and not even chase the man pursued the woman and the woman of course plays her role in being respectful and loyal and and hopefully wife material because what's the point in dating if you're not dating for long term to me why even date i, I don't have time just to be dating because i don't have anything to do i'm dating with purpose and intention but if you're expecting men to you know, if you're expected to be an MVP and there nobody can sign you or, you know, enter a covenant <laughs> or give you a trophy or a ring and they're not even in a position to give you a ring or to make you their spouse or to, you know, say or to say you're betrothed to me, you know, engage. You can't even do that, but you expect MVP behavior. Mm-mm. That's one thing I've seen in this pandemic that I'm like, that's it. You know, folks are folks want MVP stuff when they're not in a position to even treat you like an MVP. 
So if I don't have a uniform, if I'm walking out here with my recreation shirt and that I can flip, you know, it's, it's blue on one side and red on the other. And I only, I only have no number on it or nothing. It's just, oh, you red today because you just in somebody's rotation. Oh, you blue today. You know, you don't even have a number. You don't even have a team name. You don't even have the man's name. Or, you know, you have not decided to make, give the woman your name. Whatever it is, you know, that's something to evaluate is you can expect MVP behavior in a relationship, especially in a pandemic, when you are not in a position to validate that MVP treatment. And for all of my lady friends out there, I hope, because this is for ladies specifically, not for men, this is for ladies, because we tend to end up being the ones in rotation more so than men. I hope you're not out here hustling, busting it, doing all the things that an MVP player would be expected to do or a wife would be expected to do if you're not getting the respect and the validation and the exclusivity that you are the one who that person, that man has chosen to be his spouse. Otherwise, these dating streets out here with a whole lot of people jockeying for MVP going for MVP status uh, without any guarantee and and then end up when you know the decision is made and you may not even be that person and that you may not even be the one that they chose you know to be the one who gets the contract or gets the MVP trophy so you that has I, I mean that has just been like just from my conversations with my friends and even in some marriages where people are like, I'm going hard, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, trying to make it work for us or trying to take care of our home or protect our home in this pandemic. And then, you know, my, my, my better half is chilling and I'm taking on the bigger load. And that's just, that's something that is just can't be, that cannot be so. Uh, I just don't believe that's how it should be. But don't, don't take my word for it. I'm going to bring on some psychologists and some therapists and some Christian counselors, and we're going to really have a discussion about roles and, 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 and value systems and dating and, and what to expect and what to do. Cause I know there's a lot of thought out there. I, I know that. I mean, it's a lot of opinions. It's a lot of books. You can buy books for days, Venus, Mars, you know, uh, whatever kind of stuff you know how to attract him how to do this but if that's not who you really are if you are just really doing all of these things or saying the right things in order to win you know the the most valuable player prize then yeah when the next pandemic comes you're gonna find yourself you know in a situation where you're looking around like what is this because or you or you Base, situ base decisions on MVP player activity, but that's not who you are. It, it, it won't sustain. You gotta, you gotta be authentic in who you are and true to yourself. And the dating game has definitely taught me that for sure. I have learned just how I can't count on words. I can't count on 
I love yous I, and and all of that. I've got to see action. I've got to see action tied to your words. I've got to see you moving toward what it takes to make us a winning team together, what it takes for us to be partners and what it takes for us to legitimately under a covenant be where we need to be. And if you, if you're so inclined and you out here dating multiple people, more power to you. I just don't have it. I don't have the energy. I don't have the, I just don't think I want to even waste my time juggling folks. It's too much. It's way too much to juggle that. I, I think you evaluate, you talk to people, you, you know, can you converse and you talk over the phone and you have conversations and you, you know, maybe meet for coffee or whatever. And then, you know, after a very light, casual dating, for sure, I'm not saying you just automatically, as soon as somebody calls you, that's it, that's who you're with. But after ca casual communication, you can't even do that now in a pandemic. I'm not meeting nobody for coffee. Because uh, if I got to pull my mask up and sip through a straw, I ain't, I'm not going for that. So, but... <laughs> <laughs> through it though and seeing this and seeing what dating and how the pandemic has affected relationships and things like that you definitely want to spend the time to get to know someone to decide if it's worth you going to the next the next state and the next state and the next state until you can say to this other person um you know what I'm seeing someone now so I don't see anything wrong with that I'm not saying you jump in and you just like, oh, I'm in love. I, I, I've got a, I just went to lunch <laughs> over my sandwich. I knew, you know, definitely not that. But, you know, months in for sure, I think, especially when you're dating after divorce and you're older, I think you know, you pretty much know early, I hope. I hope you're in touch enough to know soon. But even if it takes you six months, then, you know, I just don't expect to be three years dating somebody and not know whether or not I'm going to, that's the person that I'm looking to for long term. And so that's, that's just where it stands with that. And the pandemic and throwing the frustration and the, the constraints on, you know, dating and going places and and you know, having the distraction of a movie, having the distraction of going to dinner, having the distraction of going to a concert. See, all those are things that distract you. But when you're in a pandemic, all you got is conversation and you. <laughs> you yourself and and they're that the self that's sitting next to you. And it reveals a lot. And and I think that's a great thing. I, I don't I have said I have I have pulled out of this pandemic. I'm trying to pull everything out of it that I'm supposed to get out of it. Spiritually, emotionally, um, physically, uh, being present and being intentional and being with my family and spending the time, the, the additional time with God. And then definitely, you know, relationally, you know, how I am navigating in this world, dating, how I'm navigating friendships, how I'm navigating, you know, my business and, and my dreams and, and my hopes. All of this, I'm trying to get everything out of this pandemic I can get, except the virus. I don't want the, I don't want the COVID-19. But everything else, 
I'm trying to get that. I'm, I'm trying to get the lesson and, and get the, the learning. And, and uh, you know, I'm interested in what you're getting out of it. I am interested to hear how are you dating through a pandemic? Are you in a long-term relationship? Were you on the brink of starting a relationship and the pandemic kind of, you know, put a halt to that? You know, is, is that where you are? Or, you know, you were doing, you know, the, the getting to know someone and doing the coffee here and the brunch there. And now that every, when the restaurants closed, what did you do? How did you handle uh, dating in a pandemic? Or how did the pandemic reveal to you what you now know about yourself and how what you feel you deserve in a relationship or what you are now looking for has it changed at all has the pandemic revealed to you something that you had a pandemic revelation out here in these dating streets one i know never to use the word go together again i have learned that <laughs> no people don't go together no more that was in the 90s and the 80s when I was back in my young day. No such things go together. So that is, you know, where I am. Definitely want to hear your thoughts on what you've discovered, what you've seen, what you've learned, and get in the comments um, and engage. Let's talk about it. It has definitely been an eye-opening uh, experience and, and one that, again, get everything you can get out of this pandemic time this is this is a time for growth and a time for learning and, and a time for revealing and revelation and a, and, a, and a time for discernment so you know a lot is coming out in these pandemic streets so it's, it's been an interesting and, and definitely fun conversation to have uh, and I look forward to the next uh, topic that we're going to hit on with the pandemic revelation so y'all got to stay tuned and see what we're going to talk about next because I just, just it's just revelations everywhere everywhere um, so just can't wait to talk to you about it again the tea of the episode y'all is this called it's called Tulsi but it's turmeric ginger and it's stress relieving and harmonizing and it's even caffeine free so it won't even keep you up so Definitely get yourself uh, a cup of the Tulsi, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Tulsi uh, turmeric ginger tea. Uh, again, if you are riding with us on social media, it is at Katie Bryant Writes, and that's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Katie Bryant Writes. And when mama gets some time to get this blog on like I need to and get it released, Come on over and check out the blog, Life Unfolding. That's at katiebryantwrites.com. I know I got to get on it. I'm so behind on releasing these blogs, and I need to really, pandemic revelations, I need to really focus on what I need to be focused on and get that out uh, as well. So definitely just hang tight, ride with us on that. You know what to do if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. If you're listening and you're thinking about watching the video version, come on over, watch it. And if you're watching and you haven't subscribed, go ahead, hit the subscribe button. It's free. It doesn't cost you a thing. Be sure to stay tuned because we are doing a giveaway for the first 100 subscribers. We're doing a random drawing. I can't wait to announce who that is and what we're actually giving them. Uh, and again, thank you for riding with us and doing life with us. Thank you for coming in the living room with me. And let's talk about it over some tea, baby. Pour the tea and sip the tea and let's talk about it. 
Um, you all always be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I will see you when I see you.